Hello everyone, um, my name is Rashad, I'm going to be the co-collaborator of um, my partner, you say, uh, Dallas, on this channel. Uh, basically today is we're going to be covering the introduction, which is going to be part one, and that's going to be basically how to, how to feel the, um, how to feel the change, how to find the inspiration to be able to change your life. So you can just uh, list part one as a uh, change. You know, keep it kind of short for y'all the day. But basically, the nature of change is contingent upon the acceptance of fault. At what it, it it all boils down to at um kind of sort of a point in your life where you have to ask yourself: Are you are you really okay with the life it is that you're deciding to live? And this can take in any one of many forms that um, brings you to the brink of change. But no matter what the, uh, the impetus or the stimulus is for the change, change is pretty much undeniable. The human psyche gravitates towards the changes that most positively benefit it. That means to say is, um, or so to say, that means that... Um, uh, stagnancy is pretty fatal when it comes to people. You see it from people in any ages, from the old to the young. But the real impetus behind change is how how much would you say that the your greatest desires are the thin reach? And that'd probably be the best standard of which to be able to measure the the ability to to change by meaning to say this most people refuse to change because the the nature of it is too self-effacing or it feels if it is out of reach for whatever reason but it has to be understood that the greatest limitations that are exist in this world are the ones that we place upon our own psyches not to lessen anyone's struggle or so on and so forth but if there is a way for you if you believe that that's your your path and your driving force and calling to do said thing then by all means honestly the sky is the limit but it's how how much do you believe that it's really some things are really just left up the chance and that the, your greatest desires will work out to your favor I believe that's 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 the sole and driving force behind change. It, you, like I was like that first question I was referring to, there just comes a point in your life where you have to ask yourself, are you really okay with living the way in which the way it is that you're living? Most people, not surprisingly, would probably answer no to that question. And changes can be made in any way, shape, or form, but satisfaction can be achieved on any level the main detractor from change i believe or what i see from individuals is they set their goals in a somewhat unattainable way and then become discouraged when they realize or so they or or interpret their goals as being out of reach but rome wasn't built in a day and your greatest wishes are never going to come to pass in a day either. And say that anything that you ever want to do in your life, you must map out and include different plans for contingencies and so on and so forth. 
the general rule should just basically be to follow the progression forward. It doesn't really matter in which, whatever way forward, just so long as it's forward. As long as it gets you closer to your goal in some way, shape, or form. Meaning to say, I want this dream career. Most people just say, I want this dream career, but don't really think of the ins and outs of it. And then when you actually think of everything that goes into it, they kind of want to stop doing it. But it's not as simple as just wishing for it. Like, let's say if you want to be a lawyer, first off, you have to have grades good enough to get into a school or college that actually, you know, um, supports law as part of the curriculum is one of the things that they market in their curriculum. You have to, you know, be an undergrad for however long it is that you have to. You have to get experience as an intern and do pro bono cases and study, 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 and so on and so forth. And then be able to eventually pass the bar so you can actually go and be a lawyer and whatnot. But linearly speaking, life is never that simple. Because the things that aren't spoken for is things like developing better social skills with others, um, uh, developing things like social skills, basically life skills, um, character development, and just general progressions and those steps forward. But the dream that four-step dream, I guess you could call it, that I outlined, which is basically the long and short, more or less, of being a lawyer will always be out of reach if you never actually find and change what it is that's within. So for anyone to really achieve their greatest desires, they must first look within before they can reach outwards. I think that's what should be, you know, the principle and driving force of everything, but... It's like the saying that when people are driven by money, all they'll have is money. You notice that some of the most uh, affluent people that exist on this earth are some of the most uh, socially inept and some of the, you know, least pleasant people to be around. And at the end of the day, is it about, you know, what our what our quota is that we bring in or our revenue or our legacy or was it actually about really satisfaction with your life really enjoying life every step of the way no matter what step it is that you're in no matter what it is that happens and you know just being grateful for life and sanctity of limb and so on and so forth most people would just have their lives you know, be reduced to monetary value because their dreams are in one way or another tied towards money and money as an avenue to their freedom because dreams do have a cost. But there are thousands upon thousands of ways to make money, especially with this uh, society it is that we live in. So it doesn't have to be linear as get money, have dream. If you ask me, it should be have dream, get money, honestly. You could turn a nine to five into your actual dream job by, you know, making sure that you spend less than you earn, making sure that you learn how to do things like invest, 
making sure that you put the dividends towards a side hustle, putting as much attention into that side hustle as you're putting into your actual paid profession. Basically, let the ball roll on that. Have a few years of your side hustle end up being out there. Push that the same way you would push anything else that you cared about. And if it's really meant for you, if the connections are right, it's going to come to pass. And you can eventually just end up leaving your 9 to 5 job. But it's almost ridiculous in a way to move from having a job or having a 9 to 5 job. And then I guess people think they wait to retire before they start pursuing their dreams. Because people tend to stick to 9 to 5 jobs until they retire and get a pension. But by then, granted, it's never too late to realize a dream, but you don't want to really have a dream when it comes to your retirement versus being able to have one in an age when you can truly, truly enjoy it, you know, which your body is at its peak and when you, you know, feel young and limber and so on and so forth. And you're going to have more time, hopefully, left on the earth from, let's say, having met your dream at 35 then having met your dream at 65 and so on and so forth but if you're never really willing to face the demons that exist within your character you're never going to be able to crack the ceilings to be able to grow fully in order to have that dream ever come to pass and be you know realized you know, attributing mistakes to yourself instead of just recognizing faults as faults. You know, mistakes are, well, mistakes are contextual. You can look at them as shortcomings. You can look at them as something to learn from. It's all about a change and a growth mindset. Instead of saying, I can never do anything right, you say, the more it is that I continue to make mistakes, the more it is that I learn until the point where I eventually can't make a mistake. That if I keep my foot pressed down, I'm going to be able to eventually get it. As long as you have the hustle to be able to see past your shortcomings and don't look at it as a knock on your confidence, you'll be absolutely fine. People get into the frame of reference from achievements and basically saying that Merit makes character, which is not necessarily the case. Anything can be considered a crown jewel or an achievement, but when you line up all your chips on the table, let's say you fall short of said achievement, you're going to be very displeased with yourself. And all the other things you do in the day to even get up to that point where you can get to being in a position to actually attain that achievement are going to go out the window because you banked your whole satisfaction your whole uh, what's the word i'm looking for you bank the whole you banked all your gratification basically on the principle of that one achievement instead of understanding that the journey is along the way or more so that you get more from the journey you get way more from the journey than you ever will from actually getting to the standpoint in which you can celebrate it because the thing is Several different stages of growth must be passed and certain rites of passage must be um, must be progressed through in order to even be able to be in the position to seek that final achievement. But if you, let's say, miss that achievement and then try again, you have the change mindset, you'll eventually get there because you have the tools and the skills to even get you into the position to achieve at that high of a level in the first place. 
you know, develop social skills, speaking skills, you know, just being a decent, meritable, caring human being, and so on and so forth. And another thing, too, is people tie too much change to security, and people also tie change to pride. I mean, it says um, people seem to only want to change when it has worth invested to them or when something is denied to them because they haven't changed to move past whatever position that caused them to be denied. And change, change is often self-limiting when it comes to um, basically, you know, work ethic and things like that too. The reason being is people get a sense of pride about the character that they have instead of understanding that being good or being for every good that there is there's something better. There's always something better in existence than what it is that any of us ever have in any one given moment. And it says it's a ball that should be continually rolling. You shouldn't say, oh, I've gotten but this far. I'm fine because anything that surpasses you is going to make you feel less about yourself instead of being in a position where the changes and the energy is amorphous and you just continue to grow and actually follow the flow of whatever is good or whatever is best for you. People tied this sense of uh, ego fragility and hubris, I guess, in the way, whatever achievements that they have, because they feel like addressing mistakes is exposing some type of weakness, but humans are not inherently perfect. Therefore, people are going to have varied strengths and varied weaknesses. You're markedly good at some things and terrible at others, but just because you're terrible at some things doesn't make you any less of an individual. So people need to stop taking those, you know, those, those, those knocks and stop looking at themselves in such a bad way for actually having faults. You don't really bank on your strengths. Well, you're supposed to have two swords. You don't bank on your strengths. You're supposed to make up for your weaknesses. That way you end up being perfectly well-rounded. And when you're well-rounded all across the board, hypothetically speaking, if someone could ever get to that point, there wouldn't really be any weakness to be found, which means that your loss or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve won't be lost because of your lacking, which leads into the next thing. Sometimes things are just not meant for you. You can be overqualified for a position and not get it because the manager didn't like you for whatever reason. But that doesn't make you any less because of you being denied of opportunity. People tie worth to jobs. To me, that's very strange. You can be anyone or anything, yet your identity is tied to how successful you are at your job. I guess because you spend 60 hours a week there. So that would, I guess, in a way make sense. But any sense of achievement, any sense of real personal achievement far exceeds anything that could be provided in a regular work environment. There's so much more to life than just working and meeting work goals, you know, and things of that nature. But uh, that's pretty much all for the day. I'll just catch you guys around. Peace.